Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number three zero, LCBU thirty today, man. So I'm uh, bear with me here. I'm trying to back out of my driveway. We have like a circle drive here at our house. Um, we live in the woods, so everywhere you turn, man, there's a tree on this side. There's a, two trees on that side. And so got to be real careful trying to back up and around and do all that. So that's what I'm doing right now. Actually, I think I'm just going to pull forward through here, see if I can make the circle. I've got my 22-foot trailer on the back, so it's kind of hard to go around this circle here because there's so many trees. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's like 20 trees at least over here that I got to kind of weave around around the circle uh-oh is this gonna work or not uh-oh i don't think it's gonna work man ah uh, let's see it may work oh man i'm right at that tree i'm squeezing by it. i'm squeezing by it okay i barely squeezed by that tree there so anyways um this morning man it's uh nice and cool 70 degrees uh getting out fairly early not as early as I wanted to, but this morning, man, I had to switch some things around because yesterday I ran into a little issue with the uh, Ferris Z3X. I had a uh, hydro belt, which at the beginning of the season, I put on um, new deck belts and new hydro belts. So on my mower, every mower is kind of different. A lot of mowers have two belts on them. One runs the deck and then one runs the uh the hydros the drive belt so you got a drive belt and you have a deck belt um that's the case on the z3 you have two belts the drive belt's really uh short and the deck belt's super long but anyways i put um i put a deck belt and a drive belt on both zero turn mowers at the beginning of the season and I told my dealer, he's like, man, he's like, this belt right here looks good. I was like, I don't care, man. I want to replace it. I want to replace both the hydro belt and the deck belt because I said I don't want to be out and about, you know, trying to get some mowing done. And I don't want that belt to uh, shred on me like it has in years past. And me, you know, be in the middle of a line, go down. The deck belt's not a big deal. I mean, it's like if the deck, if the deck belt uh, starts shredding or tearing apart, you can, I mean, you can get, you can move the machine, move the mower wherever you need to move it, in order to get to, uh, you know, get to an area where you can change that belt. But if the if the hydro belt, if the drive belt goes out and it goes out all of a sudden, it just uh, on these Z3X they they don't like break in half they start peeling so like the inside layer will start peeling back and when it does um you get a huge chunk out of your belt and the belt just hops and jumps and skips around and it's all it's absolutely awful vibrates like crazy and you immediately have to shut it down but anyways i was like man whenever that uh i want to put you know, new deck belt, new hydro belt on there. That way, whenever I'm out working this summer, I won't have to. I won't have to uh, 
stop what I'm doing in the middle of a lawn and try to figure out how to get it back on the trailer. I was like, I want to have a, a season where I'm where I get through everything and don't have to worry about either one of those belts. So that's what we did, man. We swapped them out. He looked at me. He's like, camera, man, this belt right here, this old belt that you have on here, man, we just put it on here not too long ago. I was like, yeah, I know, but I want it off of there. I want to know that I have brand new belts starting out the season. And they should have lasted me the whole season. One belt should last the entire season. But for whatever reason, man, I uh, <laughs> I was on the lawn yesterday. I was like, man, if I could get this lawn done, I'll be in perfect shape. But it's going to take me, you know, going hard and and really uh, really working hard to knock it out. Well. Long story short, man, I did not get that lawn finished yesterday. It was, uh, it's about a four hour lawn if I'm doing it by myself. If I have another guy helping me, we can cut it in half, basically, because uh, it's mainly all mowing, a lot of acreage. So uh, mowing through there, and all of a sudden, man, that thing just, I could tell, it just went quick. And my machine just started vibrating like crazy, like like a pulley or a spindle or, or something just you know broke or a bearing went out but I knew because it's happened to me so many times on this mower that it was the hydro belt it was the drive belt and I was like oh man I'm gonna have to uh, call it a day and we ended up I ended up hollering at my dad it was we were there at um, our our uh, farm shop and so it worked out kind of good I'm glad I wasn't on a customer's lawn, like in town or whatever. So I just hollered at my dad. He was able to come down with his uh, truck and his trailer because his trailer has the mesh uh, gate on the back. So a lot of those lawn trailers that you guys run that has the uh, mesh gate on the back, four or five foot mesh gate, it's easy to pull stuff up on there. So the trailer that I was using was the car hauler trailer and as a lot of you guys know or have you maybe have seen in my videos and pictures my 22 foot trailer has slide out um, ramps so they're the metal ramps that slide out uh, you just have one for the left tire one for the right tire it's basically for like a car to drive up on there and get it on the trailer and so there's no mesh there's no mesh at all I need to have a welder to weld some mesh on those two uh, ramps to make it easier to roll stuff up it but it's kind of hard I mean I mean it's not the easiest thing to get that zero turn up that up those car ramps simply because they're uh, the bars in between you know on the ramp the bars are kind of far away from one another so you almost fall in the holes but not really because the tires are big enough you don't drop down in the holes it's not like a big heavy-duty equipment trailer. Like, if, if it's the big heavy-duty equipment trailer, you literally cannot drive a zero turn up those ramps. It's the, the tire will fall off in those holes. It's not quite that bad. It's a lot better than that, actually. it's um, It works, uh, you know, fairly well. But either way, I was like, there's no way we can pull this 12, 1,300-pound mower up this ramp uh, on these little... Um, you know individual car ramps so my dad bought, brought the truck down he brought his trailer down 
he actually brought his four-wheeler down. He's like, I'll just hook onto it with the four-wheeler, and we'll pull up my ramp and onto the trailer, and then we'll go to my shop, and we'll uh, unload it there, and you can work on it. And I was like, that'll work perfect. So that's what we did. He uh, brought it down. We loaded it up. All that worked perfect. We uh, took the mower down to his shop, which is like two miles down the road, and we unloaded it. It was getting late, it was getting dark. Uh, put it in the shop, and then we started tearing into it, man. And it's on the Toro mowers that I've ran for the past 20 years on the sit down Toro mowers, the hydro belts they're easy to change compared to a standard, and, it, and in this case, the Z3 standard. It's, it's just awful to change that hydro belt. There's, there's no good way to do it. It's hard to get to, and uh, it's time consuming, and man, I was worn out at the end of the day. It's the last thing I wanted to do was mess with that, but I knew it had to be done because uh, this morning I wanted to be back up and running and, and ready to go. So what happened was um, I was like, man, this belt, I think I have a spare belt, but it wasn't at my dad's shop it was at our shop at my house and so um we got that finally got that hydro belt off of there after it took i don't know it probably took a good 30 45 minutes by the time we got all the tools out we lifted the mower up a little bit and uh and tried to get that there's two ways you can get that belt off there you can drop the clutch which I don't recommend that, but that's what my dealer likes to do. He thinks it's easier. I don't like messing with the clutch because I don't want anything mechanical to happen, uh, you know, with that clutch. So I don't like to mess with it. I like to leave the clutch um, where it is. And uh, the second thing you can do is move this little bracket. Well, the bracket is, is right next to that clutch. It has a little slot cut out, as you, a lot of you guys know, in the clutch. And this little bracket goes into that slot to keep the clutch from moving back and forth when you turn it on and when it's running. And so we um, loosen that bolt up just a little bit, enough to move that bracket out of the way, out of those slots, and to really, really wedge that um, belt between the bracket and the pulley, or I'm sorry, the bracket and the clutch. And we were able to get that belt out of there. and. Then you got to take the deck belt off to take the hydro belt off. It's just silly the way they have it set up. But anyways, um, got the hydro belt off, looked it over real good. It was shot. I mean, it was a big section of it just completely stripped out. So um, I thought, man, I know I have a belt. I don't know if it's here or at my house. So we looked around, uh, found some Ventrac belts, but didn't find... Uh, the Ferris belt there at his shop. So, um, went home. I took the belt. I was like, let me take this belt with me, make sure I get the right one. And so I took it home. And, you know, the beginning of the season when I put on new hydro belts, I told the dealer, I said, I want to keep those old hydro belts so I can put them on there to uh, get me back up and running if I'm in a pinch, you know. And so that's what I'm going to do. I don't really want to put an old used belt on there because they're a pain to um, to take on and take off. But I think what I'll do is I'll put that old hydro belt on there. Surely it will last me till the end of the season. 
And then at the end of the season, um, beginning of next year, I'll have a uh, new hydro belt put back on. That's the game plan anyways. I'm going to put the belt that I have from uh, the beginning of the season that we swapped out. I'm going to put it on there. I'm going to head to my dealer. Um, probably not today because I got a lot to catch back up on since I was kind of uh, shut down early yesterday. Um, so whenever I get a chance and whenever I'm by there, I'll swing by, pick up a new hydro belt for the Z3, have it on hand. That way in case that old one uh, you know, goes out on me too, I hope it doesn't. That would be awful, but that belt shouldn't have worn out that quick. Only has about 250 hours on it. Um, but yeah, it's it went out, man. It went out, and I'm like, man, are you kidding me? So it is what it is, man. Got to get it back up and running. But this morning, uh, the you know the uh, Z3 still at my dad's shop tore apart without the belt on it. I do have the old belt, but. I went ahead and loaded up the uh, Toro Titan on the trailer. I'm just going to run with the uh, newer Z3X and the Toro Titan today. So that's that's what I'm going to roll with. I don't have like a I don't have a operator controlled discharge chute on my new Ferris Z3. I've been meaning to get the power chute and put it on there. But I just haven't taken time to order it, and I don't have time to put it on there, so I haven't messed with doing that. So I like to use that Toro Titan if I'm around like any type of areas where I don't want to blow the grass onto something because it has the um, factory discharge chute on there, what will keep the grass from blowing onto driveways, sidewalks, building houses, etc. So. Um, the Z3 is strictly I have it set up to just shoot the grass out on this all this acreage that we mow so man it's a bummer but oh and another thing this is really a bummer that's not even the worst of the story listen to this so the other day um, I had to do a tough cut job and I swapped out the Ventrac and uh, put the Ventrac on the trailer put my new Z3 on or I took it off the trailer and put it in the shed. And so um, the other day when I swapped it back out and I got the Z3 to put back on the trailer, put the Ventrac in the shed, um, I went over to the new Z3, went to start it, and it's doing the same thing as the old one's doing now. I turned the key and absolutely nothing. I was like, wait, hold on. I was looking at it. I was like, it was late. It was late in the, late in the night when I was doing it, and I was like, wasn't paying much attention but I was tired and I was like wait this isn't the old mower this is the manure mower and it's doing it and I'm like are you kidding me so it looks like um, I'll have to uh, you know mess with that new mower as well as far as the 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 problem with the you know the mower not starting so we did it like four or five times and I was looking around and I was like man I am on this new mower I was like, what in the world? This thing had never done this. And finally, it started right up and uh, loaded it up and went mode. It hasn't done it since. It just did it that one time. So I'm hoping that it was like a one-time deal. Won't happen for a really long time. But you never know, man. You never know. But anyways, it's good to have a backup. Um, good to have a backup mower. I've got that Titan as kind of the backup right now. Um, I did run it quite a bit 
last year and even this year um, beginning in the middle of the season I had two guys helping me one would run the Titan the other one run the Z3 and I was on the other Z3 so you know it's uh it's one thing to have a backup but when you take care of the lawns that we have you got to have a big machine as a backup it can't be like a little Titan um, if you got you know if you're using it as your main mower I can't use that Toro Titan as my main mower because it's just too small it would take way too long to move through all the acreage that we mow so it works good as a backup for the small lawns which that's what I'll use it as today but it's not a good backup for the bigger lawns uh, going from a Z3 you know I mean you can run through so much more with that Z3 so um, so yeah that's where I'm at man that is where I'm at I've, I've got the Toro Titan on here I've got the Z3 on here and that's what I'm gonna roll with today um, a lot of you guys you know they have those smaller lawns it's easy to pick up a backup to knock out those smaller lawns maybe a Toro Titan or something you know a similar size but when you're mowing these big big lawns it's like man you got to get some you got to get a big you got to get a big machine and those things are way too much now they cost just way lot way too much so um a lot of you guys know Aaron Sutter he picked up that Bradley mower I need to reach out to him and see how he likes it see if his Toro multi-force is back up and running he was without it for I know two and a half to three weeks I think I think it, the mower was down and in the shop and they didn't even look at it for a while so when your machine goes down man and you're relying on it and uh, you know in a week if you think about it a week's not a long time if you're working 12 months out of the year but if you shorten that down and your mowing season's only like six months a couple of weeks three weeks is a whole lot and you know last year I was down a, a whole month with one mower so it's just a lot of uh, too much downtime for for mowing if it was like your truck maybe not too bad you know if you got a backup but for a mower it's like man I've got to have that mower you can always borrow a truck or find somebody's truck to use if you need to but if you if a mower goes down man you're just in trouble that is what is making you the money not necessarily the truck pulling the trailer and all that we got this new 18-wheeler driver here. He's making a really wide turn for this really wide driveway. And he has no trailer on there, just the truck. Interesting. I'm like Tony over here. I'm talking about my uh, my traffic. This is the traffic report with Tony. That's what I'm going to start calling it. No, I'm uh, going past one of my commercial properties right now. It looks like it needs to be mowed here before um, the end of the week I just went past another one and it's um, it's kind of one I do every month or two it's um, a tough cut job I actually use my actually didn't use the tough cut last time around I used the wide area mower on the Ventrac so that one's grown up too I need to hit that one oh and check this out I ordered um, some new GoPro batteries so my GoPro, I don't know if you guys have this problem or not. I never had the issue. I heard of a lot of guys having the issue. 
I just simply never had any problems with it until here recently. And I have the GoPro 8. It's the it's the older one. Um, I think they have, what, 9 or 10, 10 out now, or maybe even newer than that. haven't really kept track of all that. But I was told when I got a GoPro, if it works, keep it because the new ones that come out, they they have a lot of issues with them sometimes. It's like if your old one's working, just keep it and run with it. So that's what I've been doing. I've got the GoPro Hero 8, got the big Rode, I don't even know what they call it, a Rode Plus mic or something like that on there. But no, I got the GoPro batteries. So a lot of guys uh, have had problems with their batteries expanding when they get too hot. And I guess when they use them too much, um, they actually expand, the batteries expand. And so I had an issue the other day, man, I was videoing while um, Luis Gomez was in town from Gomez Lawn Care up in Illinois. And my, my battery swelled on me and I couldn't get it out of the GoPro. And I was like trying to gently pull it with that little tab that you pull on to get the batteries out. And it wasn't moving, it wasn't budging, and I was like, man, what am I going to do? So, um, I try wiggling it back and forth, kind of side to side, slowly pulling on it. And it, and the tab on there, on the end, ends up ripping because it was, uh, the battery was just stuck in there. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So, I have my knife, I take my knife out, I start trying to pry on it a little bit. That worked a little bit, then I just started beating on it that works a little bit and finally I got that old battery out of there and I was like geez so that battery was completely ruined because uh you know the tab was pulled off of it and so if I put it back in there there's no way of getting it out unless you beat and bang on it and then my other two batteries I have three batteries total my other two batteries started doing the same thing they started expanding and so when you put the battery in there it went in there pretty snug but then when you started running the GoPro and heat that battery up even more, the battery expands a little bit more. And then it was so hard to get out. So I was like, you know what? I'm done messing with this. And so I ended up um, ended up buying like six GoPro batteries. I think it was like 80 or 90 bucks for the batteries. But I, uh, man, I needed some new batteries. I wanted more batteries three just wasn't enough so now I have six so I'm hoping that I can charge I have two chargers they hold two each so that's four batteries I can uh, charge all those batteries up at night hopefully and then at the beginning of the day you know hopefully have six brand new batteries and just kind of swap them out throughout the day and then you know charge them as needed but a lot of times I don't know if my batteries were just getting old or what, but they were getting to the point where I would put them on the charger and it would take them forever to charge. I was like, I'd put them on there. I'd put two in there and I found out that they charge at like the same rate. So if you want to, if you want to have one battery up to a hundred percent, it's better to just put one in there at a time. So I ended up started, you know, ended up doing that, just putting one battery in there and letting it charge and trying to get it up to 100%. And I would use the other battery to film and video. And then it was like, man, by the time the one battery died and the other one was charging, I would go to the truck, get the battery, 
and it wouldn't be charged. So I was like, man, it's only like at 70%, 80% or whatever. I was like, well, this ain't going to work. So I then I would run that battery, try to charge the other one. Well, by the time that battery went dead, the other one was only like at 40%. I was like, man, I'm losing ground here. So always had issues with, um, you know, keeping those batteries charged. And so I was like, forget this. I'm just buying six batteries, have them all charged, you know, have a couple charging throughout the day. Once the first two die on me, I can put them in the charger, have those charging like the rest of the day, and I can use the other four um, batteries that are fresh. And so I'm just hoping it'll work a little better that way. I'm going to test it out this week, and then next week when I go on my little trip, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of video, and so um, I'm going to test it out there, see how see how long the six batteries hold up. And I have these power packs, so I'll probably bring those as well to record or to charge my batteries up if I if I lose charge in any of those batteries. Because I don't know, man. I know the newer batteries, they I thought they would last a little longer, but those batteries don't last very long as far as like the longevity of them. Um, after a while, they just, I guess they quit holding charge like a cell phone battery, like any other battery. Um, but yeah, that's the game plan. Then going to the GIE Expo, I'm going to be like six batteries going into it. So it should be a little easier. It should be, I should be to the point where I can, uh, I can get in there at the GIE Expo and have enough battery power to last me, you know, a pretty good while throughout the day. So that's the game plan, man. That's the game plan, trying to get it all figured out before the Equip Expo gets here. It's going to be here before you know it. If you haven't got your tickets yet, I think the early bird is, I think it's over with. I don't think you can do the early bird now. Maybe you can. I don't think so, though. I've got my light on in here. Uh-oh. I must have a door open somewhere. Yep, I must. Must have the door open somewhere. I don't think you can get the early bird special, though, anymore. Or you can get it, but it's not going to be like 10 bucks. It's going to be like, or 20 bucks. It's going to be, it's going to be a little bit more. So if you waited this long, man, you messed up. <laughs> if you waited this long and didn't get your... Equip Expo ticket, you messed up. But don't really screw up and wait till the last minute and wait till you go in there because it'll be unbelievable, man. That price will be like price of a motel. It's so expensive. So don't do that. Don't wait that long. Get them. Actually, get them right now. Stop the podcast. Go get your ticket. Use code SPENCER. They wouldn't uh, give me a code. I'm not cool enough for a code, so... Sean said, hey, I'm going to talk to a man, hook you up with the code. I was like, all right, yeah, sounds good. He's like, dude, you're not cool enough to get the code. I was like, what? He's like, yep, they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're out of codes, man. They just, they just ran out of codes. So you don't get a code, man. We'll give everybody else a code that puts out content, but we're not giving you a code. I was like, that's cool, man. I'll just send everybody that I know to uh to use the code spencer so if you're buying the equip expo tickets get on there right now use code spencer you can save a whole lot of money and sean if you're listening to this or if you ever do listen to this 
if you want to see me a little kickback. No, I'm just kidding. Don't see me a kickback. <laughs> All that money goes to you, man. You're doing enough for the lawn care industry. So how about a little bit more? I got to get off here, man. I'm here at the park trying to find all my gear so I can go work out. I got a good two to three miles to run. We'll see how my foot holds up. If it's holding up well, I'll probably do two miles. I really don't feel like doing three today, so I'll probably do two. Yesterday, man, I was struggling out here. I got out here way too late. It got a little warm on me, and I was like, man... I should have got here way earlier, but I didn't. I messed up, but today, getting out here early, so. It's a nice day, 70 degrees, sun is shining. I'm going to get a workout in, and then get started um, cutting that grass, man. So, hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is LCBU number 30. I hit the 3-0 mark, so. Halfway, man, I'm not even halfway to what Tony has right now. He's blowing me away, but either way, man, it's all good. It's all good. We're going to crown Tony Rudolph, the LCBU champion at the Equip Expo. So stick around and stay tuned for that. He's uh, he's earned it, though, man. He's put in his time. He's put in the effort, and uh, he's on top right now. So <laughs> I'm out of here, guys. Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Hope you guys have a great day, man. And as always, God provides.